Nothing But The Words, episode number 120, three ways to write your book faster and make it better. What if it's possible to finally write the book that's been on your mind for months or even years? Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you tips, insights, and practical advice to write a transformative book in spite of all your doubts and fears. Writing a successful book isn't just for the lucky few. You can do it, too, with the right coach on your side. Now, here's your host, your book coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your book coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are both going really, really well. How do you feel about your writing? In today's episode, I want to share three ways you can write your book faster while also making it better. Because I think we need to focus as much on quality as we do on those deadlines we set for ourselves, right? And it doesn't matter if you're already a great writer or strong writer, there are always ways we can improve. So when I first started writing, I was terrified of the idea that I might actually write a bad book. That to me was just like the worst thing that could possibly happen. And even though I was a strong writer, I knew I still had a lot to learn about actually writing a book. Now, one day I read an article in the LA Times about a new novel that had just come out. It sounded fascinating. (laughs) And so I went to Barnes Noble, which was wonderfully walking distance from my home the very next day. And I bought the book. I read it in one night. And that Saturday, I drove from where I lived in South Orange County to Los Angeles for the author's book signing. Now, mind you, we had only been living in Southern California for about a year at that time, and I had never driven to the city before. Not myself. I had written, but I had not driven to the city. But on the off chance that I would actually get to meet and talk to the author, I made the decision to go ahead and make that drive. My older daughter was probably about 10 years old at the time. She has always loved books, and I needed company for the hour-long drive. So I brought her along with the promise that she would be able to buy some books too. After the author, her name was Mary, her name is Mary Waco, read from her debut novel, The Memory Room, loved that book. She generously made the rounds and spoke with each person who had come out to her book signing. After that day, I quietly stalked Mary. (laughs) And when the opportunity came up to get coached by her, by joining her writer's workshop, I was all in. Now, mind you, at this time, at least as far as I knew of, There were no book coaches. We didn't exist yet, but there were mentors who would invite you into their writer's workshop for a fee, of course. They do this this for a living and offer you the opportunity to learn and grow with them. And that's what I got in Mary. So looking back, I consider her one of my first book coaches. However, that's not what they were called at the time. Now, this workshop was not cheap, (laughs) but I made the investment. And I can honestly say That workshop, along with other workshops I've taken with other authors over the years, all stories for another episode, made a huge difference in the quality of the books I've written and in my ability to get to the end of writing a book. So I want to share with you just three of the many benefits I got from that workshop and how you can use them to write a better book and write your book faster. So number one, the first thing I got from that workshop was to validate your book idea. Now, this does not mean you should make decisions about your book by committee. 
nor should you substitute any expert's judgment for your own. At the end of the day, you decide (laughs) if this is a good enough book idea for you to invest your time and effort in writing. What I mean by validating your book idea is that you should challenge your first idea and take some time to really make it the best that it can be. You can do this by researching the market and by getting feedback from a professional and from your writing community. That doesn't mean going to your mom, right? (laughs) And asking if she thinks it's a, a great book idea. She might, or she might not, but she is probably not your audience and probably 99% of the time, also not a published author. In my group coaching program, Authors Ignited, I offer my clients the opportunity to get that kind of feedback, keeping in mind always that the final decision about the book you're writing is yours to make. So validate your book idea. The second thing I learned from that workshop was to get feedback all along the way. One of the mistakes I see a lot of self-published authors make is waiting until they've written a whole manuscript, the entire manuscript, 100, 200, 300 pages before they get any feedback. This is a huge missed opportunity. Now, authors who go the traditional route get feedback all along the way. They get feedback on their idea, on their book proposal, on their manuscript, because they're working with a team. They have an agent who gives them feedback. They have an acquiring editor who gives them feedback. They have a copy editor who gives them feedback. Those people are invested financially in making the book the best it can be. So of course, they are going to make an effort to do that. If you're publishing independently, you have to go out and get this feedback for yourself. I don't recommend, once again, just as with your book idea, that you get that feedback from the people closest to you, your spouse or your partner or your best friend, unless they are also in a similar position writing books for your audience. If you want to write the best possible book you can write, get feedback from a professional all the way from your book idea to your outline, to your actual writing, and not just from the professional. You can get it just from the professional, of course, but you can also get it from a writing community. So here's the deal. It doesn't matter if you're brilliant at what you do, which you probably are if you've gotten to the point where you're writing a book about it. You can't see what you can't see, but a book coach or a writing group or a mentor, or an instructor can ask the right questions to help you fill in the gaps. You can get that kind of feedback in. I started my very first place where I went for feedback was a community college writing class. That fit my budget, it fit my time, and I made it work. It was beginning level, right? It was a a basic step for me to get comfortable feeling like I can actually do this, but it allowed me to be in kind of a safe place, people I would never see again, (laughs) and get some feedback. I wasn't super ready to put myself out there, y'all. But it's really important that you don't wait until you've written the whole manuscript because you don't want to have to undo a lot of things you could have done differently from the beginning. Get feedback from idea all the way to the end. And the third thing, writing community. Now, I could have worked. No, I actually couldn't have. I was going to say I could have worked one-on-one with Mary, but she didn't do one-on-one coaching. (laughs) You had to join her workshop if you wanted to work with her and it was more than worth it. I do one-on-one coaching. There's great value in that. However, if you are writing in isolation and you don't have much support around you, find a writing community. Write in community, my friend. More than feedback, getting in the right community can give you the compassionate accountability you need to actually keep writing, the support you need to actually keep writing. I knew that if I had Mary's workshop that week, I had to write something. (laughs) I was not going to be the one sucker who showed up with no pages 
when we are making a financial investment in the coaching we're receiving. And I did not want to waste that money by not showing up for myself or not showing up for my book. The group also gave me a chance to support my fellow authors, right? So I was able to give them a certain amount of feedback. I was not a professional at that time, but I was able to give them from a perspective of a reader and a fellow author, a certain amount of feedback and to help them stay accountable to their goals. So we were really able to support each other. We developed strong relationships, supporting each other's projects as they were being written and after they were published. And we still support each other in our work today. Writing in isolation might seem like the safe thing, but it is rarely the wisest choice. If you want to really write your book faster and make it the best it can be, get support in the way that works best for you. So if that's in a writing group, if it's in a writing course, that course could be in your local city. It could be at the community college down the street. It could be an online course. However, you find it best to get support, get help in validating your book idea, own your idea, but allow other people to help you make it better. Get feedback from someone who knows what they're talking about and get in community with other authors. There are many, many ways you can do all three. If you would like my personal support and feedback as you write your book, join my community of supportive authors at authorsignited.com. We would love to have you with us. That's all for this week's episode, my friends. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your book coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time. Are you looking for more inspiration or just something to light that fire within you to finally write your book? Get my free quick guide and video, Jumpstart Your Book. This guide will walk you step-by-step through the process to start writing a book that can help you achieve your goals. Grab Jumpstart Your Book and watch the video at candiceldavis.com slash jumpstart. It's free. It's free.